0: So today is uh, Sunday, May 31st, and we woke up to seeing cities on fire. Those images were an indication of where we are at in this country. and and what hasn't been dealt with for hundreds of years the things that especially especially white people have and especially white people in power have tried to ignore and control and a press. It's currently rolling out into the streets. And it is heartbreaking. And it's frustrating. and it's terrible. It's not terrible that you know objects are being burned. That's that's not the point. It's terrible that we've we've come to this point where that needs to happen. We have a president that won't do shit. He rather incite violence then actually stop and consider why the fuck this is happening. The anger and frustration in this country is visceral. I mean, we're seeing it from Brian Sims, from the protesters. I've watched um, a lot of uh, the leaders of the protests for George Floyd, when they're speaking. I mean, their speech is just. What's the word I'm looking
1: for? To me, it feels like they cut really deep.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's it's like. It just cuts to the heart of. Of it all. It just cuts straight through the bullshit, through the excuses, through the, oh, no, they're looting crap. Because I sure as hell know I'm frustrated and angry and heartbroken. This is not what America stands for. And Americans are fucking sick and tired of it, I can tell you that much. I mean, people have been coming out of the fucking woodwork, you know, from, you know, from my private Facebook friends, from, you know, my other art pages. I mean, we're at an extremely delicate moment in time and a revolutionary one that there is only two ways this can go. And we know which way we need to be headed.
1: And right now we have a leader who's showing us which way he's going,
0: which is not the way. <laughs> well, now this I country
2: mean, needs to go. It's like we're 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 situated on an edge of an on, on, like the edge of a sword. And one of, one of the things that, as I've been reading articles and, and um, watching videos and such, is I am reminded of how any change has occurred throughout history. Mm-hmm. And that is when people, people rise up. And when people have had enough of the status quo and yeah, chaos ensues. Yeah. But it's what it looks like is that is the only way to get people's attention, to break them out of the everyday and the mundane and the <clears throat> get up and go to work and go home and go to sleep and and shake shake them loose from the the moors of their um the moors of their like every day yeah so that they can see the re- the reality that exists that's been like pushed to the side or covered up or or um no i you know it's like don't look there I, it, yeah
0: it's it, i mean it's been ignored it's it's been it's e- look it was easy Look, it was easy to ignore this stuff before COVID-19, right? Because like you said, you know, we could just turn off Facebook and leave the house or go on our vacations or visit our families that agreed with us to stay in those places or distract ourselves in some some way, shape, or form. And you can't fucking do that anymore. There's no no... No. all the excuses are taken away.
2: So do you do you do you think that having to be in uh, lockdown quarantine, whatever whatever stay at home orders um, has really given a pe- people that chance to to think about things because all the distractions of work and and um, like like you said going out on vacation do you think that has really um, precipitated people? having to look at what's going on within them and within their communities and, and within the United States because they've spent so much time, you know, it's like social media has been huge and, and the news media, um, you're getting to see this every day and the governor's coming on and, and you know, coming, talking about, you know, um, how we have, you know, the ways that we have to protect ourselves. You think that has really gotten people to that place of like, oh my God, this is this is what's really going on
1: yeah I, it has for me like because i know for me before quarantine and everything being shut down i would just be busy 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 all the time and would really use that as an excuse to not actually face reality and what's going on and also use it as an excuse to stay quiet Well, I don't have time for that well somebody
2: yeah or somebody else will you know speak (laughs) up or deal deal with it it or whatever
1: yeah somebody else will do something I don't have to this isn't my problem no this is everybody's fucking problem regardless of what skin color we have like this is something that we all need to stand up and say okay this can't happen anymore
0: I mean, a hundred thousand plus people are dead. This is, I mean, this is so. This has been also my fucking thing for the entire week. Everyone who's who's argued with me this entire week, my same same sentiment. There is a hundred thousand plus people dead from a preventable and controllable pandemic that a president did nothing about, and we just watched a innocent man literally publicly executed by a police officer who was su- is supposed to fucking protect us that's the reality we're in and there's no way to ignore that anymore you cannot yeah. it's in it's if you are you're at this point i'm sorry but you're a, you're a lost cause and
2: well, part we of need the problem. To focusing,
0: yes, and part of the problem. And we need to now, the people who do understand we, that this cannot continue, need to come together and finally be like, enough. We've had enough. We cannot continue the path we are on.
2: Well, if we continue the path that we are on, and of course, this is only this is only my my opinion, um, but it looks to me that if we continue where we're going, we will end up in a civil war. I'm not sure if I mean I'm not sure it's actually preventable at this point. I mean I don't know how far we're over the edge, and I'm not you know it's like. You know, I'm I'm not a historian or anybody that looks at this shit and but I know what I'm I know what I'm reading and connecting those dots and yeah. seeing how within a single day the violence the violence and the protests and has just spread it's it's they're protesting in in London for God's sakes. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I I didn't know that until this morning.
2: I, the th- that's when I saw it. They they are protesting in London. This has reached beyond the United States borders because people have come to that place of we must do something. Yeah,
1: yeah. They've been protesting in Toronto too.
2: Because this isn't this this oppression isn't just in the United States. It's it's global. It's in all mm-hmm. nations, in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Whether 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 it's it's black people, whether it's Asian people, whether whether it's Muslim women. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, hell, guys, like take your pick. Mm-hmm. This is this 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 goes so far beyond. What's happening in the United States? This just happens to be the particular thing within the United States. and it it is an atrocity.
1: The United States, in particular, it's like there there's always been some flavor of this going on, whether we're whether it's black people whether it's Mexican people, whether it's Japanese people during World War II, there's always there's always been this idea of we need somebody to blame. and we're going and we're going to and we're going to just fuck those people over.
2: Well oh my God, I mean, even look at, holy shit, <clears throat> go back to Columbus christopher columbus
1: yeah yeah native americans we're still screwing them over today i mean it it's this yeah what what is yeah what is that
2: what it looks like to me is like it's mine 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 me 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 i own this it, it's like con- conquer and suppress and and exterminate mm-hmm. and you 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 can pick, you can, you can, how Google any of this and, and read about what actually happened.
1: Time and time and time and time again, we've just been doing the same shit over and over and over and over again. And what, what do you expect is going to happen from that? At some point, the pot's going to boil over, and we're watching the pot boil over right now. Yeah, I mean, it's it's all, like, interconnected.
0: It's, it, it
1: is. It's just, like,
0: there's a really good uh, book quote that we had pulled, actually. We had posted it, I think, on Friday we had posted it. Um, so it's from an excerpt from Pedag- Pedagogy of the Oppressed by Paolo Fridi. So I apologize for the pronunciation. But this, this passage from, it's like pages like 37, 38, but it talks about the interconnectedness between the oppressor and the oppressed. When the oppressor is actually doing the oppression, it's like that violence gets ingrained into the people who are being oppressed. So when, when that, those oppressed people have had enough usually what comes back is just or more as violent and it i mean it's like the oppressors from doing the oppression become inhuman basically and the only way to fix this problem is for those oppressed people to to rise up for these acts to happen for them to then be able to love the oppressor back so they gain back their humanity because what has been taken from them is their humanity and that's the only way we can come back in balance because the thing that's, that is missing the thing that is lacking in America is that humanity that 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 care for a human life i mean you just saw you just you saw that happen on on, on live just the, just the a, a cop took the life of a of a man just just snuffed it out with, with no care in the world about it that's what that looks like
2: it was far too easy
0: yeah yeah that that's what it looks like when 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 this when the oppression that's real like that this is real
1: the look on that man's face while while george floyd was begging and saying that he couldn't breathe he was calling out for his mom like the look on that man's face, he didn't give a fuck. Yeah. He didn't, he just did not care.
0: No. No concern, no thought, nothing.
1: Other people were there saying like tell, like saying like look. They were he's screaming. Not. Yeah, they were saying he's not fighting. Get like get off of him and he like the look on his face, it was pure apathy and that's a disease in America.
2: Well, it is. I mean, you look you look back to um, slavery. I mean, they didn't even look at the African American people as human. I would have to find the the resource, but I read it was a doctor. I think it was back in I think it was even the, I think it was in the 1800s. They said to basically to can uh to control the um, the people that were the slaves on the plantations was was to um, to whip them occasionally, and this was a doctor. I mean, our our history our history has blood on its hands. It's incredibly violent.
1: We we all have blood on our hands now. Every single one of us. Because what's happening now. Every single person in the United States, like we are responsible for this. Especially white people. Yeah, especially white people, because we're. White people are the ones who had have always had the opportunity to speak out and to not have our voices shut down just because of the color of our skin yeah yeah we have the ability to stand up to speak up without anyone telling us to know our place and we've stayed fucking quiet
2: well i think that is the only way that we're gonna actually find a solution to this
0: yeah is speak up
2: is the white people in in this in the United States are the ones who have to stop this. We have oh, to yeah. be the it's like we have to be the allies.
0: Absolutely. That I mean that that's the, that's the thing. It's like that's I mean it's the same it is the same actually concept that I've I've talked with people to women about actually specifically women because I am a feminist. Um that was specifically what i was talking to a lot of my more radical feminists where they're like fuck guys i'm like you can't do that cuz we need men on our side it's the same it's the same thing here it's like we need we need everybody every single person every single white person every single white friend that i have to be enough this is over and stand next to these black people protesting and stand with their families be united under one nation, under God, if that's your thing.
2: Oh, that's that's the Pledge of Allegiance, right? Yeah. yeah. It, right?
0: Yes. <laughs> one nation under God, indivisible, for liberty and justice, justice for, for
2: all. all. Like, guys. It's not happening right now. Guys, like, look, anybody out there, read the Pledge of Allegiance. Yep. It, it, it's like everybody... Okay, look. There has been so much shit out there over the years about uh like the pledge of allegiance has been taken out of schools and so forth and so on. Has have you have you read the pledge of allegiance?
1: And really read the words, not just not just fucking recite them off.
2: Recite. It's like honest to god, think about it. What that's actually saying.
1: I don't
0: think I've ever thought about it. I know when I was a student, when I was in high school, so I was a teenager, you know, being a a bratty teenager as we all usually
2: are. Not saying a word, sweetheart. I love you. Mom's like, (laughs) I love you. But we've Um, all been there.
0: We've all been there. But I mean, I, I, I had my own battles that I was fighting for myself when I was a teenager. And at that time, that's when Bush was president. And I was against the war in the Middle East. And like i i i remember one time i refused to stand for the pledge of allegiance and then I, they told they forced me to stand cuz i didn't want to stand i was like i don't believe in this shit that's going on i don't think i really understood what i was saying at the time but i have never never stopped to consider the pledge of allegiance you know cuz i was on the you know the the whole like against the whole god thing and everything but i'm like just just thinking about it now and and look really 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 considering those words
2: really what they stand for it's right there and every person at some point i would i would think has Mm -hmm. has said those words Mm -hmm. it's about time that we live those words its pastime
1: i am fairly certain that a lot of the words that were laid down by our founding fathers that they have been twisted to have a completely different meaning than what they had meant then and while yes the founding fathers were many of them very racist it's like if we can go back to the core of what these words were actually meaning when they were written and understand and put that into the context of today. Well, what's
0: fascinating about those words is that they did write them in a way that it can be used right now. Like, it's, it's like, you know, the one nation under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all. Like, those words, there, there's no mincing those words. Those words are what they are, just as the same as the Constitution and the amendments. And it's just like, it's all there. Mm-hmm.
1: It is. And the way the, way the Constitution was written is to constantly be able to... yes hello hello she wants to she wants to be on the podcast too yes she does that's fine fine. but join us clementine come on clementine you got something to say but we the way that the constitution was originally written is to constantly be able to interpret it in whatever new lens come comes around that's what the federalist papers initially were and that's why they're still being referenced today as a way to interpret that's why we have the supreme court so that they can look at the constitution and they can interpret the meaning and put it in the lens of what's going on today and we have the we have these guiding these principles that our country is built upon but we constantly need to be updating and looking at it with the context of okay what's going on today what's going on in the here and now
2: right it's like how 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 to how what was written all those years ago can be applied to now and i mean something that i've i've considered too it's like that particular text does it need to be updated to fit the twenty first century?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, like you're saying, like the Supreme Court. You know, they they look at this and and they apply it. But does it does there come a time? And this is just you know just something I've thought about. Does there come a time where this has to be updated? I mean, I don't I don't know. It's just. I think it's with anything. It's like, how do you take that? For like the new generations.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Because this was the when was the Constitution written? Uh,
0: 1787, September 17th, 1787.
2: Another thing that's been uh, that has been on my mind too is I've been considering a lot what's been going on in the United States and the division that has been that our president is fueling within the United States and and what we're what we're seeing is like really seeing what happens when someone who is perceived as a leader of a country continues to fuel that anger that is there and and that um frustration that is there and i mean i don't know about you but it, it i can't really say it's anybody's fault but for someone to come in like you know president of the united states come in and and fuel that that rage that has been building for hundreds of years. I, I I just I find that like
1: what what the hell? Well well it's like he was we talked about it in the last episode, he was egging on the violent protesters for the masks and now he's egging on the protesters in um the protesters who are protesting for George Floyd, he's egging people on because he wants he the only thing I can think is that the man wants pure chaos. He wants the chaos so he can say, look at me, I'm a good leader. He's making it all about him.
2: Well, well, yeah. And I mean, that's been proven. But didn't um, when COVID-19 started, when the pandemic started, didn't he say he was a wartime president?
1: He did. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, yeah, he did. Yep it shows, like, how he, how he's viewing it. And, you know, best way to actually get that is to, you know, start an actual fucking war. I I just, it is, it
2: is, it is, it is truly mind-boggling to see, to see, to see someone abuse the, the power that, that office holds so terribly. To, 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 like, Everybody is on edge to begin with. With a pandemic going on.
1: I think the part that baffles me and pisses me off about it is not just the fact that he's abusing it, but the fact that he's so fucking off the cuff about everything that he does that he's not putting any thought into it he sees an opportunity he he just takes it he rolls with it there's no like stop and think about what he's doing and well, that is dangerous
2: well the other piece as you're saying that I'm thinking if he is actually putting thought into it because that's some of the um Those are some of the things that I've seen put on Facebook, that he is doing it deliberately. If that's the fact, that man should be thrown in jail and the key thrown away. I think either way
0: he needs to be thrown in jail, but... I'm sorry, he's a full he's a full grown adult man. I don't give a shit if it's deliberate or not. The fact is he's doing it and that's what fucking ticks me the fuck off. That's the, that, that's the place. And anybody who isn't standing up to him, especially in the White House, needs to all be put in jail. All of them, every single one of them because they are continuing to allow and agree with this to happen. They are watching their country burn to the ground and they are doing nothing except hiding and that's the place. Right there. Yep. That's the travesty. It is. That's why people are so fucking yep. pissed off. That's why this is happening. There is no other reason. It's not because they're like, oh, they're just eluding and blah, 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 blah. I really just don't give a shit. Stores can be rebuilt. Human lives can't be brought back.
2: Nope. Nope. got that right, kiddo.
0: You know, I've tried for years... I've tried for years to understand the people who support Trump and that whole mentality of us versus them and me, 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 and mine, 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 mine. I've tried. I have done every single thing in my goddamn power to get to those people, to reach across and be like, hey, What's really going on for you? Why? Why? Why do you agree with this to happen? Why? Why are you so angry and mad and frustrated? You know. Well, look over here. Look at what's happening here. Look at this. Okay. Okay. Well, if it's not this piece, then. You know, try and try and decide with them through like, you know, most of them are are religious. I've read the Bible. I used to be uh, I was, you know, at some one point I was in the church. So it's not like I'm unfamiliar with it. You know, I've tried every single tactic to reach out and actually to get them to understand that this visceral anger and frustration is being abused and used. They're being used. And abused. And I've I've done my damnedest. I mean, with fam I mean, this is not this isn't like, you know, and I mean mom mom and Len can both attest to this because it's not like it's not like these conversations were like, um, oh, how are you doing? Maybe you shouldn't support Trump. No, no, no. This was like getting to the nitty gritty, the the arguing between family members on Facebook publicly, like the like back and forth. And I have I have I have taken Days and energy and time and effort and research and, but at this point, they don't. They've dug their keels in so deeply into the ground. I have to just let them go and be like, okay. Then that's what you want to do.
2: Yeah, um, I think there comes a point where you. You have to make that decision of where of where you're putting you're putting that energy. And I've I've, you know, I've had that same that same battle that you're describing. With family. And I don't see at this point where anything is going to change. What I am seeing is where we have to actually stand together, and those people that those people that are on that are passionate about this, you know, the same thing of like where our country is and the uh, destruction that we're seeing that we have to pull together because that's the only way change is going to happen. I mean, again, coming back to to history, if we don't learn from history, we're doomed to repeat it.
0: I think I think most people I know are coming around, the ones who've been quiet, ones who don't necessarily like outwardly support Trump or like the you know or or that side of the conversation, and I know that they do agree with me because I've had private conversations, but I haven't seen them say anything. And a lot of what I have have and had heard is, you know, I'm just one person. Like, what do you, what do you think about like when people say that?
2: What, what goes through my mind with that? And it is true that we've seen like people, you know, starting to step up, mm-hmm. but I think there I think you've got to come to that place of why are you not speaking up? I, I can speak personally here, where I have stayed quiet, where I haven't stood up, and uh, I, over this, especially over the past few weeks, and, this, and even this past week, I've come to that place of, I, I can no longer stay quiet. Yeah. And what it looks like to me is that fear of somebody... That you know being angry with you or um no longer being in your life or pushing people away or whatever but i think this goes so much beyond that i mean this is this is yeah. literally fighting this is fighting for the future generations
1: yeah well let i think you were talking about that uh the kindness thing yeah um i I heard I heard a quote and it just it makes so much sense about wearing a mask. Wearing a mask is an intentional act of kindness.
0: I I think you could apply that to to speaking up.
2: Well, it is because what happens. And we've seen some of this. What happens is when you take that step forward. And you speak up and you say what's on your mind. That that gives people that cause for action for them to realize. Okay, if she's doing it, or you know, Brie, you're doing, it or whoever's doing it, I'm okay. I can speak up too.
1: It's and, a rally cry.
2: Right, right, and I, I, something something that that has also uh, has come to mind was. Um, Back in um, June of 2015, when um, in Charleston, South Carolina, the, uh, I think it was the Emanuel Church, there was the, the mass shooting. And um, John Stewart uh, interviewed uh, Malala Yousafz- Yousafzai. And something that she said has stuck with me ever, ever since. And i um, What she said was sometimes we wait for others and think Martin Luther King should raise among us that Nelson Mandela should raise among us and speak up for us. But we never realize they are normal humans like us. And if we step forward, we can also bring change just like them. And that is where we're at. We we must we must come together. We must all speak up. Because without that change is never going to happen this country is literally being torn apart
0: mm-hmm. yeah i mean it's it's really a fight it's it's it is it's a it's a battle like we're we are in a we are in a an emotional mental and spiritual battle for the soul of america
1: we are
2: yeah and for every single person yeah And, you know, guys, you know, jump in whenever. But because because our nation has been so much geared towards the patriarchy. Right. There's been. Yeah. I mean, there, there's there been this uh, everything about making money and the economy. My God, you can see it in Trump. I mean, he's he's a pure example of this, of like, he especially is, in the yeah. pandemic where where he's like. Well, yeah, people are going to die, but we have to get the economy open. No, we don't. No, we don't. The economy will survive. Businesses will come back. Yeah, is it terrible that people are losing their businesses? But look, a business, I've seen it. I've seen it, I, I've seen it in, in the work that I do where, where businesses have to pivot to survive they have to readjust they have to reevaluate and approach things differently i mean the world the world has changed and we have to change with it or it's going to leave us behind businesses Mm -hmm. are going to be left behind there is no choice here Mm -hmm. you can rebuild but the economy and it has been proven uh there's economists out there who have looked at this and they're like look the economy will come back Mm -hmm. but without the people there is no economy yep yeah
0: you can't we can't I, i said it before i said it earlier and i'm gonna say it again you cannot bring back a human life no gone forever those connections severed
2: forever Look, the world is grieving. So many people either know somebody who has died or has lost loved ones or loved ones. I mean, there's mm-hmm. been entire families that have lost numerous family members because they got sick and died from, from COVID-19. It's like, when the fuck do we wake up? And I, 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 I do think that what we're seeing has more there's so many facets to it but the fact of the matter is that the fear that has been that has been crushing america that has been precipitated with this pandemic of not knowing if you're going to get sick not knowing if you do get sick if you're going to survive of of leaving behind your family be leaving behind your children i mean you can take this out into like exponentially that that has an impact on the human psyche so it is it is it is no wonder that we're seeing what we're seeing because i think people are to the point is like i have nothing to lose at this point and that's when Mm -hmm. a battle can be waged and that's when a war can be won is when you get out there and and you have nothing to lose
1: right And that's that's why we're seeing people just out there. They don't they they don't care. It's it's not that they don't care, but it's just that like those those things like this is a this is a more important battle at this point.
2: Yeah, it is. And I mean, look, guys, again. I mean Martin Luther King is a perfect example and I think we had brought this up in another one of our other podcasts that we did. He fought for the future generations. Yeah, he was fighting for the people on the ground, but in actuality, it was for the future generations. You 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 don't go into something like this and not can be considering What's going to happen 10 years down the road, 30 years down the road, 100 years down the road, you're fighting for that change and for and for the future children. I mean, that's what must be focused on, because right now what's been focused on is either winning or losing. My God, I mean, a company can't survive that way. I mean you ha- you have you have to look out out beyond w- the nose on your face. Winning and losing doesn't matter in that. It's like what what is it can that we can like create what is it that we can can put out there so that the it's a better world for people to live in. That's the focus.
0: Yeah. And that thought, that thought alone, what, what can I do for others? What can I do to better future generations? What can I do to make other people's lives better? What can I do to make America better? That eliminates that, that dichotomy of that, that winning, that winning and losing that, that right or wrong. It's like. It's like, I've had I've had multiple people argue with me about this. This whole, like, um, I'm right, you're wrong. There's no other way to talk about this. And I'm like, ah! Well, those things don't really exist. There's reality. That exists. That's real. And that's a place to start from. So we can then figure out
1: what it is we need to create. Just to, uh a quote that's coming in my mind that I think is really important here uh, from Hamilton. What if this bullet is my legacy? Legacy, what is a legacy? It's planting seeds in a garden you'll never get to see. I wrote some notes at the beginning of a song someone will sing for me. America, you great unfinished symphony you sent for me. You let me make a difference.
2: So on that note, um, the other morning I was um, I was just starting to wake up. and you know that place, like you're you're in between like sleep and awake and your eyes are still closed and like, like thoughts are kind of and dreams are kind of come into the you know into your the, into your mind. And the, the words that came in you know came into my mind were empower the people. Give them hope, something to work for. And they'll move mountains to make it happen. And guys, that's where we are. We need we have to have leadership. We have to stand up. And each and every one of us can lead. But we have to have that empowerment. We have to be empowered.
0: We have to empower ourselves to be able to speak up for what we know is what needs to get done. Yeah. We all know.
1: Another quote that, you know, is going through my head right now is that well-behaved women rarely make history.
2: <laughs> Ain't that the fucking truth. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and and I know, I know for me, I've stayed quiet because I had this idea in my head that, you know, I got to quote-unquote behave myself to make everyone else happy and it's like look that just ain't real
2: well uh, yeah there ain't no behaving in the in in this in in this world at this point
1: no there isn't and this whole this whole idea that the protesters need to shut up and stop looting and basically that whole idea of they need to behave themselves it's like
2: oh fuck no, no.
1: No, you need to fucking listen to what they're actually saying. You weren't willing to listen when they were when they were kneeling.
2: Nope, that was that was pushed to the side. That was, you know, That, that was
0: unpatriotic. That was disrespecting the sol- the the soldiers or you no. Know,
2: all the arguments. I'm going to burn my Nike's. Well, I'm happy for you. Um, but did that really do anything? I mean, people people have been People have been trying to get the attention of the politicians and the, and of the policy makers. Hell, of the fucking president. And nothing so far has. No. I
0: mean, he's still dead set on destroying America at this point.
2: So as far as I'm concerned, um, that man needs to be gone in November. So whoever whoever is out there who is listening and if any of this resonates please stand up please speak out get on our Facebook page say your piece say what's on your mind we'll share it and let's pull together and let's work together to make the change that we need in the world right now
1: we have to be that change we have to do something standing by and staying quiet that's just it's not going to do anything be that change and every
0: single i don't get like and it doesn't matter how little it is just putting your mask on just mm-hmm. just just upvoting that post on your friend's timeline just continuing that chain on Instagram feed for Black Lives Matter. Every single thing matters. Every single voice matters. Every single vote matters. Mm -hmm. We need you guys to stand up. I know you guys are out there. I know you guys care. I know that your passion I know this infuriates you use that use that fury fury is not something to shy away from that's actually there as fuel and energy to fuel this change that we need in America use that use it to make a point use it to 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 speak your peace however it is that you do that peacefully because all those pieces, all those, all those things matter. It will make a difference. You might not see it. We, mo- most of us won't. But it's not about us anymore. It's about... It's about what we want to leave... after we're gone. And what do we want to leave for future generations... And with that, guys, thank you guys for listening. Please be safe out there. If you're out protesting, please wear your mask for yourself and for the other people. And we're going to leave you with nine minutes of silence in honor of George Floyd. Thank you for listening.